Isabella Niviodomska from Panic Attacks to Ultra Marathons and Bestsellers. Dive into this inspiring story of a wellness coach who moved from panic attacks and paralysis to ultra marathons and best-selling books. Isabella shares how her relentless pursuit of knowledge studying under renowned scientists like Dr. Luis Ignaro and Dr. David Heber and mentorship by Jim Rohn shaped her life-changing philosophies and programs. Discover her strategy for managing health challenges, improving nutrition, and more. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. Let me share with you a little bit more about the guests that we have here today. Wellness coach and transformational leader Isabella Niviodomska has a 30-year career in personal development sparked by a near-death experience from work stress. She advocates against poor nutrition and work stress, principles she lives by. A best-selling author, she's featured in the Daily Mail and Women's Fitness. She received the 1 million lifetime achievement award for her significant impact on wellness. I am so pleased to help welcome Isabella. Oh, hello, April. Hello, everyone. It's just a pleasure to be here. And thank you for inviting me to on your show. It is an absolute pleasure. I've been really excited to have you here. Isabella, you've done so many incredible things as well as sort of reverse aging, right? You're just, you're beautiful. You show up in the world incredibly and based on the experiences of the near death uh, experiences that you've had, you've really learned and grown and pushed yourself to develop even more. But that being said, we're going to dive more into that soon. Let's get started to share with the audience a little bit more about you. Tell us about yourself. Oh, wow. It, it's always uh, kind of very tricky when you have to talk about yourself, but I suppose we, we have to balance the modesty with just the genuine um, uh, appreciation for what we've done and our journey and, and how much we have grown over the years through experiences in our lives. And uh, my journey started when I was um, 23. Uh, I was working uh, as a journalist back then in Poland, and also I was working for the National Youth Organization uh, in the culture department. And uh, and I think uh, I was very ambitious. <laughs> I was young, ambitious, and there was a lot of stress, uh, work stress related. Um, and uh, at some point, I think I underestimated the impact on certain factors that impact health. And one day um, I woke up in a hospital uh, after experiencing uh, the full body paralysis and, um, and I lost the uh, ability to speak for a while. Uh, and it was just down to uh, what they diagnosed. It was a severe case of panic attacks. Now, prior to that, I was very active. I was very independent <laughs> young woman. And for me, uh, 
to lose the control over my body was something um yeah it it was a bit surreal it was uh, it almost kind of I lost my identity uh, because suddenly I I started to get those panic attacks so it didn't end on one I had actually a case of several panic attacks that they were coming back uh, at different situations and each time I had the same scenario my body was getting numb I couldn't move my tongue my tongue was like a piece of wood I couldn't speak and I was just blacking out and I was ending up in the hospital and each time I thought I was dying and uh, it was absolutely enormous this this fear of death um and I really hated this experience I have to say because you know when you're out of control and you don't know what's going on with you um it's not really great so so I remember obviously questioning in my mind what have I done you know to end up in this kind of situation and uh, initially obviously I couldn't work out what was the cause (laughs) Uh, what was the reason? Uh, but I just went on a quest to discover what does really impact our health. So I wanted to regain my own health, first of all, but I also wanted to make sure that um, I, I'm back in control of my body and I can be, again, active and, and um, doing things that I love. Well, let's uh, let's stay in this moment of severe anxiety for for just mm-hmm. a little moment here, because I feel that, uh, I think it's very common, you know, living the world that we're living in, it's very fast paced, it's very anxiety ridden, it's very get things done now. And so because of that, our bodies aren't designed to do that. No body, no no animal form or life form is supposed to be uh, going that fast with the anxiety continuously our bodies just aren't designed to be doing that and so of course it starts reacting in different ways and so i want to just stay on that because i think it's very common and i think that for whatever reason in my experience as well in my 20s my mid to late 20s is when i too began to experience anxiety and you can't figure it out and it's this impending doom feeling of i'm going to die or an airplane Mm. to fly through my walls and kill me or what have you and it's a strange feeling or we all of a sudden start sweating and our body is shaking and we're we're cold and hot you know Mm. in the middle of driving somewhere and so everybody has different experiences but it definitely comes to the point where we're questioning why is this happening what's happening is there something wrong with me and um you know this is very interesting what you mentioned because um according to the um many uh, scientific studies and research of a 90% of people's illnesses and diseases are related to stress uh, to stress they are caused by stress so so to be able to handle stressful situations um it's very important but i think equally important is to know what your body needs and how to pace yourself accordingly to your activities to uh to what you do uh, so you can replenish at the right time before you run out of fuel in your body basically um and i think that 
as young people, we kind of think that we are invincible. Uh, our body still has a, an amazing ability to recover quickly, to replenish quickly. Um, and uh, we kind of take our good health for granted and we neglect certain health fundamentals that unfortunately, if we prolong this neglect, uh, the body at some point is stretched to the maximum and it snaps. And that's, uh, you know, how people develop burnout or, or panic attacks like myself. Um, I wasn't normally a um, person full of anxieties. It was for me, it was um, the um, situation, certain situations that were triggering panic attacks uh, when I was tired, when I didn't sleep enough. Um, so when I was just too kind of exhausted, basically, in my body, that I, I could get this sensation um, in public places when I was surrounded by people or close um, kind of um, small places, um, like claustrophobic places, that I mm. could feel I couldn't breathe. It was lack of air. I felt trapped. And that was triggering my attacks that uh, I was completely cutting myself uh, almost myself from from supply of oxygen and I was just everything was going down the hill and I was just ending up in the hospital in this kind of condition um and and you know what's what's really interesting because I was very fit person I mean back then when I was 23 it was 1987 so it's quite a while ago um uh, we didn't have, especially in Poland, fast food. Everything was just at home, cooked fresh. So um, I was, I was that kind of pretty sure that I was living a healthy lifestyle. Uh, I was climbing mountains regularly. I was hiking. I was out in nature. Um, even my parents used to call me a commando because I was very strong, not only physically but mentally as well. And there <laughs> I was with those yeah. panic attacks, which was absolutely surreal. Um, Back then, no one really talked about panic attacks. It was something I had no clue what it was. Um, I had to research and study <laughs> what are the panic attacks. Um, but, you know, um, when I was put uh, for a short period of time on certain medication to bring my body down and kind of force me to rest, um, those medications, they had a lot of side effects. Uh, I didn't like that. Uh, I'm not really keen on medication unless I really have to take them, if there is no other way. And uh, so I remember it was a time that someone introduced me, a family member, to um, medicinal, nutritional her herbs uh, prescribed by um, some monks in Poland. They do a running special herbal uh, pharmacy. And and I went on a course um, with those herbs. So I had to, it was like, I was like a witch in the kitchen. I was brewing one type of herbs for 10 minutes, the other one for 15 minutes, the third one for five minutes. And I had to do it three times per day. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and my friends used to say, Isabella, we love you, but but those herbs they smell horribly and you know even then back then I realized something very crucial very fundamental very important that I didn't really care about what they were saying mm. it didn't really matter to me how they felt about the smell of those herbs or what I was doing I understood that my health is in my hands they were not responsible for, you know, my recovery, for my health, for my well-being. They were mm. just my friends or even family members. No one could take care of me. Only I could do that. 
And it was me making this decision that I followed this uh, treatment, which was kind of very helpful as well. Mm. And, um, you know, those are very profound moments, Isabella, when we truly come to the understanding and realization that we are fully in charge of everything, every experience that is happening to us and fully in charge of our body's response to that and that nobody else or or anything is going to save us or what have you right because and and i think that victor frankel really was the person who who explained and showed that the best uh at least in my experience with the readings and and history that i have been exposed to but he he just has that beautiful account of really being in control of your mind, your your body, your soul, the perceptions, and how that has an effect on survival rate given whatever circumstances and extreme Absolutely. circumstances Absolutely. that we're involved in. And the meaning we attach to things and how we start to change our values and uh, prioritize different things. Uh, it just completely, I mean, my experience transformed my life. Health became number one priority, uh, number one, my top value. Uh, and I will, I was prepared and I was going to do and I was doing and I'm still doing things that support my health and my well-being this is definitely and if I feel that something is not really um supporting my long-term health and well-being um regardless what people say do uh or dare me to do (laughs) I will say no Um, no problem with that you know, there's been a great stretch of time in between from the moment that you started having these these issues and the realizations and wanting to start changing how you live and how you take care of your your health and your overall well-being. And of course, life happens during that time. Isabella, I'm curious, what are the other things that have come up in life where you have had to really hone in on these practices and or found other techniques that truly helped you get back on that path? I think um, I'm really grateful for my parents (laughs) because... um, I always had a kind of my own way of living or thinking. And I always had lots of questions. I was very curious. And um, I always wanted to voice my thoughts and my opinions. And my my parents never really uh, tried to tame that in any way, shape or form. They allowed me to speak my voice, to allow me to speak um, and, and be responsible for myself. And... So when I decided to uh, say goodbye to my career as a journalist, um, I had no idea what I would be doing. Uh, I I studied politics and journalism. That was the only thing I wanted to do. I loved my career, but I realized it wasn't really serving me the best way. Back then, I haven't maybe mastered yet how to handle stress or stressful situations, and I really needed uh, some change. So I thought, well, I'll come over to England for three months to learn English because speaking some other languages might obviously open some more doors to maybe find another career. But I had no idea what I would be doing. Um, Still, although I already was studying uh, things about nutrition, mind, meditation, uh, even back then in Poland, 
I still didn't know what I was going to do. And and was kind of very interesting situation that I um, came to England uh, initially for three months. And here I am 34 years later. Never left. <laughs> and the interesting thing was that uh, obviously there was a reason for that um, why I stayed. Um, I actually was pregnant. Uh, so, so, um, because I was going to he be here for three months, I thought, yeah, I can handle that. But unfortunately I had some issues with pregnancy and I had to stay in the country until my son was born. So my husband followed me to support me. And, you know, the funny thing is, uh, when my son was born, I just didn't want to go back to Poland. And, and, and there was no logical reason because I had life over there. I had friends, I had connections, I had everything mm. that, you know, as an adult, you would like to have obviously ready. Uh, I was already yeah. someone uh, over there. I had my name known in, in my uh, field, in my career as well, uh, in, in the city where I lived. And here I was nobody. I was just another foreigner who couldn't speak proper English. <laughs> so, so there was no logic at all. Uh, but I had this gut feeling that something good is going to happen to me here. And and one of the things it's probably important to to listen to your intuition and to let it guide you um, because the good things happen when you do. And it happened to me. I've, I've come across health and nutrition company. I started my own uh, business within the health and nutrition and personal development industry. Um, I became a wellness coach. I started to work with uh, with people. I met incredible scientists. I travel across Europe to to go to different lectures with uh, with um, famous world class scientists. I was mentored by Jim Rohn, by Wayne Dyer, and, and just I had my goodness. I, I it was just like a so many doors opened to me. Although it's still, even at the beginning of my journey, I was still struggling. I remember when I started my business, we lived in a in a building where we just only had um, like a little flat, like a studio uh, that we were renting. And we didn't have a telephone. There was a telephone on the corridor. It was a payphone. So I started my business from a payphone. But you see, <laughs> when I look back, I know it sounds ridiculous right now. We, we, we can't live without the phone. Some people have more than one. <laughs> and there I was running a business from, from a payphone. But, you know, it didn't really matter because I knew that this is just the beginning. This is not something that defines me. That this is part of the journey. Let's mm -hmm. enjoy it. Let's have fun with it. Let's look at it as an adventure. And, and I think that attitude, that approach to life helped me mm -hmm. tremendously. And when my family members questioned what I was doing and they were telling me they couldn't understand, you know, that I'm doing a business um, I'm, and, and they, they wanted me to go back to work, to have a job, to be a journalist again. And, um, and I could say no. And I could stand by myself, by my own decisions back then. And uh, and we had no support in, in this country. We were just by ourselves, my husband, you know, and our son. Uh, gradually developed amazing friends and connections. Uh, but at the beginning, it was not easy. And, and I always think that... Uh, 
those times are really not the times that they are testing us. These are the times that they are actually helping us grow, are helping to uh, develop our emotional uh, stamina, emotional fitness, uh, mental fitness. They help yeah. us to really refine what we want in life and to really go for it and leave it. So I'm, I love I'm that you bring that up, Isabella, because it it is those times or I agree with you that when we're going through the most challenging, it is allowing our souls to stretch and to grow. And, and you're correct, having that perspective of, you know, trust and excitement mm. of what was going to come, that life wasn't going to be like that forever. And having that perspective at a younger age absolutely was serving to you. So I just wanted to retract on that and say that, that that's something to, to really be listened to and heard is to have that beautiful perspective of the unknown and the excitement of the future to come and to, especially when you're listening to that intuition and you mm -hmm. talked about really I'm going against the grain of what my family wishes, against the grain of what societal standards are normally like, you know, to have the job, to keep the career, to, mm -hmm. you know, be able to support my family and not go into my dreams and aspirations. And, and you know, it, it was not easy on many levels because it was almost like downsizing in, in our life overall uh, in the, the, the early days of living in the UK. And um, I wasn't very popular in my husband's family because he was a vet. He was a veterinary surgeon. I mean, just this is a profession that is just so highly recognized, especially here in the UK. And he couldn't practice because Poland was back then not part of EU, and now UK is not part of EU, but it's another story. Uh, but but Poland was not part of EU. Uh, there were very strict regulations and rules for uh, someone who was um, coming from another country and who wanted to perform uh, as a veterinary surgeon. And um, one of the criteria was to be fluent in English. And my husband was very fluent in Polish, very fluent in German, but not in English. Mm. So there were lots of kind of obstacles. And unfortunately, if you don't practice, practice you lose your license you lose your diploma you know you still have a diploma but you lose your license to practice you would have to then redo the whole um uh, six years of studies you know to become a better name so so unfortunately that didn't happen and um and my husband's family was not very happy with me <laughs> to admit but you know one of the things uh, thing was that that we really um held on to each other you know, that was a great, really great teamwork, I have to say, that, that we decided our life is important. We are right now living independent lives and we take, uh, make decisions and we take responsibility for our lives. And other people, even if they are closer family, they shouldn't really interfere. <laughs> so, so we kind of stand strong. Well, Isabella, that's that's an incredible message for everyone out there listening, I would suspect, because it is our families and the people that are closest to us who influence us greatly. And when we're really going against the grain and saying, this is the way that I want to choose mm -hmm. to live my life, and there's disagreement there, 
it's very difficult. It's difficult to be able to, you know, stand your ground in what your, uh, in what you need to live it as and grow as, whereas it might not be the idea of other people that are supposed to be, or you feel are your main support. And so I think that it's a really great topic that we're landing on here because mm-hmm. it happens often and to be able to to accept that and to continue moving forward is is uh, not easy. So I love the stories there. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it, 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 it's, you know, we all have a journey. We all have a journey. And I think in my case, the uh, multi multi-dimensional levels of the journey because it's not only just the health but uh starting complete life from scratch in a new country starting a business with no capital with no no everything is new for you and that that's an extraordinary jump so so it was uh, but it was just really uh, the way probably i look at life is just a big adventure I'm the summer energy. Uh, when I checked my, I don't know if you've heard about um, Roger Hamilton. He's got this uh, organization company, Genius U, uh, and they created uh, wealth dynamics and special tests that you can just uh, recognize what type of genius you are because there are sort of like <laughs> a four types of geniuses uh, that we all have within us, but there's always one dominant. and. Uh, Apparently, I am blasé. I'm sort of like a summer energy, fire energy, uh, which actually just shows that um, I um, highlight people. I bring light on other people. I help them shine. And I'm very people's type of person, which I definitely am. But it also shows that people like that, they are very dynamic and they have a tendency to burn out. Because they use up so much of their energies. So understanding my genius type helped me a lot to understand also how I need to even more pace myself and mm. to control and maintain my health and well-being and my energy levels. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's very important. And, you know, I'm really pleased that my journey with my health and well-being it kind of was constantly progressing, getting better. And obviously I, I don't get any more panic attacks and I'm free from medications and I feel better, fitter and healthier than I was when I was 23. And I mean, that's a statement. That is an absolute statement. Now, I, I want to go back a little bit because you're talking about the the genius within us. And I am I haven't heard of that. So I, I'm very curious now. So I will be looking into that. But I'm curious you talk about how you have that fire energy. Is that in alignment with with our, our star charts and you know all of those things? Well, I- I really like to to study those things because, you know, it's like um, the more you know about yourself, the more you know yourself, uh, the 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 better you can be. You can align with your 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 qualities, your your talents, your uh, dominant uh, factors in your in your body. Um, but also the more you can understand other people. Uh, and I'm very fond of um a couple of quotes, especially uh, one by Mother Teresa, uh, which says that when you judge people, 
you don't have time to love them. <laughs> so I really, uh, <laughs> I true. really, yes, I've learned that quote. I, for the first time I heard it, God, it was 24 years ago by Wayne Dyer. I went to a live training uh, with Wayne Dyer. And I think also uh, in one of his books and, 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 and uh, programs, he mentioned that quote. And for me, it was brilliant because I kind of connected uh, with that entirely. I'm a very loving person. I love people. I love nature. I love flowers, animals, you just name it. And uh, so I kind of took a concept of if I judge anyone, it means I'm not loving them. And I would mm. like to be true to me, to myself as a lover of someone who is a loving person. So yeah. I always look for a, a way to have a better understanding why people might behave uh, in a certain way. And I don't take their behavior as a label or description of who they are, because we can all behave in a different way depending on our physical, emotional or mental state, which doesn't determine that this is who we are. Uh, it's just the, our state that influences in that moment our behavior. And that behavior could be uh, miles away from <laughs> the way we truly are. So, so, yeah. so I'm kind of a little bit very, <laughs> I would say, philosophical. Uh, but I love that uh, concept of uh, giving people the benefit of a doubt and looking for the goodness in them. And we always have a choice. We can look at people's shortcomings and their faults and mistakes, or we can look at people's assets, gifts, and, you know, the goodness that is in them. And I believe that goodness is in everybody. It's like, it's like the sun. The sun is always out there. Sometimes we might not see it because there are too many clouds in between <laughs> our vision and the sun. But the minute we just rise above the clouds, mm. we are exposed to the sun because sun is always there. And sometimes those clouds, they are the behaviors of people that sometimes take us away from being able to to seek that that sunshine, that sun, that goodness in people. And and I believe that sometimes we have to look more, not with our eyes, but with our hearts. So then we can just um, get access to that goodness. Isabella, so. I love how you describe that. And there's so many different metaphors that go along with that rising above the clouds. Planes rise above the clouds. Eagles rise above the clouds. And if you, you know, want to keep doing that, then that's exactly how you perceive it is to rise above the circumstances and the situations and the judgment of others, right? And you know, that's that goes in part with don't take anything personal because you Absolutely. you don't judge Absolutely. when you take things personal, right? And Absolutely. So we're going to go into our brief commercial. When we get back, you've talked a lot about sharing <laughs> your love of nature and also that you've had these incredible human beings that you've been able to be led by your mentors. And so let's go into those and share a few photos when we get back. Stay tuned. Fabulous. Thank you. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal 
where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back. And so, Isabella, you have some extraordinary accounts. I've loved your story so far where you've made drastic changes in life and really went through that with what your intuition was telling you. You knew that there was something great for you on the other end. Despite having a child, a new little little boy that you were taking care of, a husband whose career was at stake for all of that family members who disagreed with the choices that you all were taking, but you had each Mm -hmm. other and you had love. And through all of those experiences, you really honed in on what miraculous events took place after that. That was through the people and the engagements and the connections that you got to make through that. So we're going to bring some photos into the stage here. And uh, let's start with this one, because I think this is a really beneficial that's a precious uh, picture i've been privileged to be mentored by jim ron um for 18 years until he passed away so i met him in 1992 uh many years ago and it was an absolute uh privilege uh to spend time with him to be mentored by him to be lectured by him not just to listen to his tapes and read his books but had to have this personal contact and i've got plenty of pictures uh, either from the um, a big celebration parties that uh, that i was attending and he was there as well and uh, or just um, personal communication um that person definitely has transformed my life and my way of thinking. And he's like my guiding star. Star. Um, his quotes, they just come to me constantly. I just live by them. And and one of the things that I always loved about Jim Rohn, and for some of you who maybe haven't heard of Jim Rohn, uh, maybe you've heard of um, Darren Hardy or Tony Robbins uh, and uh, Dennis Whiteley and some other great uh, personal development gurus, uh, he was the mentor of them. Um, so he's he's definitely a legend. But one of the things that I always loved, uh, in fact, a friend asked me if there was one thing that I really took on board and I appreciated from the teachings of Jim. Uh, it was uh, to learn to think for yourself. 
Mm. And it was something that was always part of my personality, part of my heart. And I really embraced that to, to think for myself, not to take other opinions uh, or even quotes or, or the wisdom of others straight away, not to embrace it as your own, but to reflect on it, to ponder on it and see whether this is aligned with my own values, with my own purpose in life. And if it is, then I can just uh, carry on and embrace it. If it's not, then I can say no and uh, I don't have to embrace it. And I and I and I love that uh, because I think whether you're a parent or or uh, a leader of an organization, um, to have this ability to think for yourself is vital. We are all unique human beings, and uh, we cannot just be constantly a copy of someone else. Uh, we cannot just. Um, follow what other people are saying regardless what we think believe and how we feel we just need to have this congruency we need to have a alignment uh, and uh, that's what i value so much from his teachings mm. one of the things that he said that was dramatic for me because it was the first quote that i've learned from jim from jim ryan it was that for things to change you have to change for things to get better you have to get better which means you are in charge. You are responsible for your life because if you don't change, nothing will change. If you don't get better, nothing will get better. So it's really the journey of, of personal growth, of self-development that it never ends. We are on this journey every day. We are growing, we're expanding, we are learning. That's why we need to regularly review our, our values, our beliefs. Do they still um, serve us as well as they used to? Maybe there needs to be a bit of adjustment and refinement uh, so we can be current and to just getting to know ourselves constantly. <laughs> so yeah, well, because the only constant is change, right? And that Absolutely. is why it's a never-ending journey, the self-development, being better and, and continuing to grow and learn and expand. Yes. So, so yes, so I, I, I had the privilege. And, and uh, in fact, uh, about three years ago, I, two no, or three years ago, I was actually invited to um, write a chapter uh, in a book called Tough Roads Create Tough People. That's a book. And I was invited to write a chapter um, about my lessons from Jim Rohn. So, so I was just really very grateful and privileged that I could pass on some of my lessons um, from, from Jim Ren. And um, I co-authored the two other best-selling books, uh, Note to, Notes to My Younger Self, so, so to pay it forward series, uh, Notes to My Younger Self, volume one, where I um, wrote about uh, my health challenges and my health experiences. Uh, then I wrote about uh, financial mindset in transformational lessons um, as I'm a member of the Transformation Association for Transformational Leaders for Europe. Then, uh, then uh, I was invited to write a chapter and the book Power Versus Force, it's here because I haven't co-authored that clearly. <laughs> this is a beautiful work of... Uh, of um, uh, David um, Hawkins, and um, 
but that was really the book that uh, introduced me to the concept of quantum physics, quantum mechanics, mm -hmm. to have the different way of thinking, to go not uh, not to focus only on the cause and effect, like in the uh, in Newton's way, but obviously to go into the the quantum to take quantum leaps and understand that things can be. Um, uh, that our thoughts actually, our thoughts can change and they can create uh, our reality. Uh, so that was incredible journey that I started um, some years ago, and I'm very grateful for that. Well, and that's the magical thing, isn't it? When we do have an understanding of how powerful our thoughts and our feelings are. And now we live in such an incredible day and age where we have measurements backed by science and the studies continue <laughs> and they keep going on and on and everything's evolving. And it's just a miraculous, beautiful time that we live in that we are able to really see that that which we cannot see but we we see the changes and the results of mm. it absolutely and uh i love the the new science the uh all the technologies ai technologies that supports the uh even reverse they support to re to help us to reverse aging or extend our not just lifespan but the health span uh, and obviously um last year i entered a new decade in my life which sounds again very surreal because i i am 60 right now and in a couple of months i will be 61 which is definitely surreal because on the day of my 60th birthday when i check on the special body scan machine i check my metabolic age it was 26 so I thought, yes, <laughs> I, was absolutely, I was absolutely delighted. That, and and uh, the concept that right now you can extend your not just lifespan to 120 or 150, even they are, talk, they are talking about, uh, but health span, which means to have um, to age in a healthy way full of vitality, full of still, you know, clear mind and healthy brain and healthy body and still being active. I think it's absolutely amazing. Uh, and uh, I, I'm just really learning each day pretty much more and more about that. So my focus definitely is right now on longevity. Uh, yeah. But one thing that, yes? You talk a lot about that the longevity and mm -hmm. how you've you've done these incredible tests where they can see the metabolic aging. And I, I think it's fascinating as well. And I'm slowly learning more and more. And thank you <laughs> for being a guest on the show and explaining more of it for us. But it is this this incredible thing that we have access to now. And yeah, you're right. Yes, maybe we could bring ourselves to live to 150 years old and do we want to? Because if, if we're going to stretch ourselves to that limit, it best be in a comfortable fashion, right? Where we are able to continue to move and be free and think and have clarity in our minds and our, and our bodies and our souls and all of it that goes with it. Yes. And, you know, a, a few years ago, uh, people, I, I've never really paid attention to that, but people started to notice that 
uh, I look younger than my age, <laughs> which is obviously very flattering. Uh, and I've been uh, really privileged to be interviewed by some uh, magazines and newspapers, um, uh, Top Santa, uh, Daily Mail. Uh, they called me a super ager as um, um, a woman who looks at least 10 years younger than her age, uh, which is really very, very nice. And it's not something that it's reserved for only a few. I think uh, all of us, we have access to um, certain lifestyle choices or lifestyle habits that promote uh, slowing down the aging process or the signs of aging or maintaining the good, um, young, youthful metabolic age as well. Uh, so this is something that I feel really passionate about sharing with people and teaching. However, uh, with all the health issues that they are taking place right now worldwide, with mental health, with the obesity, with, um, you know, a heart disease is still being the number one uh, mm. cause of premature death and, and all those kind of um, health issues that... Um, I think the most important thing is to recognize and master and keep learning just the health fundamentals because we can really prevent a lot of health issues uh, according to the world health organization over 70 percent of people's health issues are directly related to our lifestyle which means we have a full control of our lifestyle choices it means we can have a full control of over 70 percent of our health and well-being and how we can just navigate that uh, in a better way, in a healthier way, in a happier way. And I think um, studying and mastering that, it, it's really critical, it's vital if we truly would like to live longer and not just longer, but uh, healthier and full of vitality. And, and that's something I am very passionate about. Well, Isabella, you've talked about, uh, you know, well, first, let me go back to you. You say that one of the number one things that people are dealing with and um, passing from is heart disease. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think as energetic beings, that is a whole lot of people that really need to concentrate on that heart center. And, yes. you know, when we think about the ailments that happen to our bodies and based on stress and emotion and all of that deep rootedness mm. of the anxiety and the stress and the emotions built up from years and years. If And, and many say going back even further, this is biologically deep rooted. And so when we talk about that and the places in our bodies that they start to show up, it can often be that. And that heart center is a huge one, learning to love ourselves and love the earth and love the people around us. Absolutely. And I wanted to go back too, because this is your topic that you're so concentrated on and what a beautiful thing uh, and lifestyle. But you've mentioned the way that you perceive things and how that's truly helped you on your journey. And you started that out early on and your perspective in life and how much of that is something that you feel has made a massive impact on your lifestyle and longevity well for many years i believe that the key factor to our health and well-being uh, and longevity is nutrition <laughs> and then i've learned that actually everything starts in your mind it is really about mindset, our ability to uh, 
process and be aware of our thoughts, of our emotions, of um, our habitual actions and how congruent they are with our purpose or, or with what we want. Um, and, um, and I think having this right attitude or the kind of attitude that uh, gives the meaning that actually serves you, uh, it's, it's vital because in every situation we've got a choice whether we will be angry or blameful whether we'll be feel resentment whether we will feel guilt um all those emotions they are actually emotions that produce chemicals and in our body that they are harmful to our well-being and many of them they also speed up the the aging process so being aware of that um and choosing consciously, deliberately, emotions and thoughts, um, feelings that they are more um, gradually bring us to the level of, of feeling good, of, of joy. Uh, and, and obviously, sometimes those things, they don't happen uh, rapidly. So if you are in a stand, state of um, um, grief, for example, or, or depression, it's impossible to jump straight away to happiness unless you, you train your body and your mind in a certain way. So there's an emotional scale that you can just follow and you can look for just the emotion that feels a little bit better, that gives you a bit of more oomph energy, that you can just, from that emotion, you can go higher and higher and then you can reach that level of, of um, a absolute joy and abundance and well-being and love. Um, and you can nurture that. So... Um, Isabella, I want to state that again, because I think that's a really nice way uh, of giving people something when they are in grief, because we all get to a state, many stages of grief throughout life, right? That's yeah. just life. It's how it happens. But you're saying, of course, it's very difficult. You're not going to automatically be able to smile or go, you know, access this uh, state of happiness and joy and gratitude because grief is so heavy and so strong. And so what you're saying, though, is if you look at an emotional scale, there's many, many emotions that we experience and we go through as human beings. And maybe if we take a look at that and we can say, well, you know, I feel like this, but but maybe I could just move up a level more now. And how do I feel now? And kind of checking in with that in that regard. It is, it's, it, you are so right. Um, and it's also about shifting the perception. And, um, you know, my mom passed away two years ago, just over two years ago. And I um, went to Poland uh, and I stayed with her in the last few days of her life. And, and I had to nurse her. And, and it was just very heartbreaking experience to watch someone you love completely mm -hmm. um, disappearing in front of your eyes and you cannot help you cannot do anything and you see them in pain and and and, and it is very emotionally draining and mentally draining and physically draining on all level experience and i'm the only child so so i was there with my dad and <clears throat> You know what happened when my mom passed away during the night? It was raining, but in the morning there was a blue sky. There was uh, there was sunshine. Absolutely not even one cloud. And I look at that and I talk to my to my dad and I said, "Listen, it's just almost like if 
if if mom is smiling down at us saying hey i'm okay i'm free from pain i'm mm-hmm. i'm just i'm okay and you need to be okay too and i kind of embrace that that different way of looking at things and i engage my dad in that and i just invited him that maybe let's not focus on of how sad we feel that she's not there but maybe let's think about her put the focus on my on my mom on her that she's free she's happy right now she's free from pain she's okay and that's the most important thing because she was really in so much pain in the last few days and so by shifting that perception and changing the focus from us how miserable we feel because she's not there and focusing how great it is that she's free from pain right now and she's happy wherever she is, you know, and we are kind of spiritual and my father is very much so religious Roman Catholic person, being a Paul, being a Polish person. Um, And you know what happened? The more we kind of embrace that attitude and during my mom's funeral, also there was a blue sky and sunshine. And again, I said to my dad, listen, you know, Look, she's just again smiling at us, sending us the good positive vibration that she's okay, that she's already in heaven and, and you know, surrounded by angels. And uh, let's celebrate her life. And my dad really hold on to that, you know, because I was really worried. They've been married for over 60 years, you know. I was worried. He didn't want to come over to live with me in England. So I was worried how he was... Well, maybe not worried, but I was kind of concerned, yeah. you know, how he will cope with yeah. being by himself. Um, so I stayed there. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, evidence that that when people have been together for so long, yeah. that eventually, very soon, shortly afterwards, they follow. Yeah. And um, I think that that is a beautiful account, Isabella. And I... I truly believe and well i i feel i know that they're always with us and i was with my grandmother too when she passed on and they they signal and they leave signs Mm. and Mm. you know that it's them telling you i'm okay and everything's gonna be okay it's a beautiful i feel my mom closer to me than even before because let's face it when i was living here she was there in poland we didn't see each other on a daily basis so it was not anymore sort of like a very close uh tight relationship you know like like people have when their parents living you know close by or at least in the same country uh so it was slightly different but I feel my mom being close to me or closer than, than ever before. I feel her presence very often. I feel her blessing and support. And um, and like I said, the way I shifted the perception from my dad helped him really to, uh, to uh, really go through this difficult period of grief. And he's perfectly fine. He's two years down the road. He's just uh, absolutely uh, um, very, very good and happy. And I travel very regularly to Poland to see him as well. Um, but, but mentally and emotionally, he is uh, he is fine. So I'm just really it's amazing that. how that that tiny little understanding perspective can can relax us, you know, and, and allow us to feel peace when yes. we have lost so much. Yes. Beautiful thing. Well, 
Isabella, thank you again for sharing that account. And I want to bring again into the screen uh, some of the people that you've come into contact along your journey. And so we have here some of uh, just that. Uh, so that was actually the book launch from the first book that became instantly international bestseller, the one, the Paid Forward series, um, uh, Notes to My Younger Self. And at the bottom picture, uh, it's three of us. I'm in the middle. Kazia uh, is to the right, the, 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 the lady whose concept of the book came together. She is just the, the owner of the concept the, of the book. But next to me on the other side is Marie Diamond, the feng shui master, the, uh, yeah. the, the famous woman from the movie The Secret. The, she's the legend. And I'm really uh, proud to say that uh, for the last few years, she's been my uh, great friend. Uh, uh, I'm a member of the Association of Transformational Leaders for Europe that she's the head uh, and founder of. Uh, so it, it's I, I've been really blessed with so many fabulous people in my life. I can't say enough. Um, and I'm constantly meeting more and more new people, even like yourself. I'm so grateful that we kind of connected and uh, the introduction from a friend of ours uh, kind of took off. And here we are talking we together on the live show. <laughs> wonderful interactions and wonderful connections. And yeah, Isabella, I would say that's that's an account to you really doing the things that feel very scary at first, but relying on that, as we've discussed, that intuition that that where you feel drawn to something and you just have this knowing inside that there's something great within this. There's something great on the other side. And those incredible uh, connections come. And um, yes, the the app I, I did recognize. Remind me her name, Diamond. Marie Diamond. Marie Marie and and by the way her app is really fun everyone yes. so maybe check that out it's a it's the the feng shui sort of thing and i don't have it now it's been a minute since i've checked mm. it out but when i did it was really fun and so yes isabella it is those connections and i also wanted to bring into the screen you you talk about how much you love your uh the environments and you love the world and you love animals and plants and nature and all the things. And so you do something on the side that is a passion project and that is taking photographs. Yes, I, I love taking pictures and I love taking pictures of, um, of flowers, especially uh, of nature, but especially flowers. Uh, I've got my garden, I plant different plants, but no matter where I go, when I see the flowers, I just stop. Even if I go running, I just stop and I take pictures. But, you know, I just really, it's not like taking pictures. I believe those flowers, they smile at me and I smile back. It, it's almost like we are making love to each other, not in a, a obviously sexual way, but like creating, like molding love from our energies, mm. you know, uh, just between us and I and I love to take my camera and zoom in to get close looks at the details the textures the colors the shapes and then I zoom out and just you see the bigger picture and it's almost like in life you have to get closer to see the details and sometimes you have to step back to just take a bigger view at life and different circumstances so there's a lot of analogies you know when I look at nature and and follow my what I call it a flower meditation or gaze at the sunset or gazing at the skies you know mm -hmm. at, at the moon 
I, I just love those moments. This is where and when I find complete inner peace. I'm in the zone. This is the moment that I don't think about anything else. I'm completely in the zone, milking the beauty that is just gifted to us, available to us for free. We can just stand wherever we are. We can stop and look at it and gaze and just breathe in and breathe out, breathe in and breathe out. And there is so much peace and calmness and, and joy that I get out of it that that feeling carries me through any challenges, any obstacles, because yeah. it's just you almost don't want to change that feeling and be disrupted from that emotion because it feels so good. So you don't want to suddenly be feeling frustrated or disappointed or just be bothered because someone said something. It's never about other people. It's always how we perceive things, how we handle things ourselves, what energy we project, what we send out, what comes back to us. It's all about that. And and I just fall in love with this way of living um, because it gives me joy. It gives me peace. Uh, and to keeps me going maybe it keeps me young as well I don't know maybe that's all related I I know it is because it's all the the right hormones that then the right chemicals that they are going they are being produced in those moments of joy of appreciation of gratitude of of amazement and um uh these are just all the happy good hormones supporting your health and well-being I think that looking at nature is one of the quickest way and just being out in nature, one of the quickest ways to disrupt whatever state that you are in yeah. and, and to truly change the, the feeling in the moment and being present. It's a way to, to really get grounded in the, the current present moment and have all of the other things just go away as you concentrate on, on the beauty of the world mm -hmm. around you. Absolutely. And that's what I love, obviously, to share with people. This is what I love teaching, apart from the health fundamentals, the basics. Uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, they I see, especially entrepreneurs, uh, they follow a lot of habitual patterns that led me to a hospital bed, to those panic attacks. And a lot of those things, they can be prevented, they can be adjusted and changed. Um, so I love sharing this information, you know, when I do the talks or masterminds or work directly with people or speak for organizations or companies. Um, I really enjoy uh, sharing this information because there are little things that we can change. They are not, we don't have to turn your life, you don't have to turn your life upside down. There are little things that you can pay attention to, little things that you can change or embrace and, um, and they will transform your life, transform your health, transform your relationships, transform your health and well-being uh, because they are all gelled together and they all matter. Isabella, I want to thank you so much for being our guest on the Wellness Driven Life oh, Show. Thank you. <laughs> you have shared so many wonderful things, beautiful accounts of life and the journey. 
and continuing on to what's ahead and learning more about the longevity. I can't wait for you to learn more about that and to share it with our audience as we, we move along on this journey of life together. And so that being said, I again want to thank you so much. Oh, thank I want to make sure <laughs> that our audience knows where to find you. And I've had this displayed on the screen a few times throughout the show. But uh, Isabella's handle is here. You can find her on social media. Also, make sure that you look at the show notes at the description below because all of our guest information is there. So you can always find them out. Fantastic. Thank you so much, April. It's been a pleasure to be on the show and just talk a little bit about myself and what I do. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And to our audience that's listening to the show, thank you as well, because without you, the show wouldn't be possible. So thank you. Goodbye for now. And we will see you <laughs> next time. Goodbye.